Welcome to another episode of the Style Stories podcast. In this new series, we are covering everything from how to find your personal style, how to declutter, where to shop, how to put outfits together. If you're interested in style, image and fashion, then this is the podcast for you. Thanks for listening. To the Style Stories podcast with me, your host, personal stylist, Lisa Gilby, and welcome to the second in the series of the listeners' questions. Now, the first episode of the listeners' questions has had a really good response. People really enjoying it because it's relatable and, you know, people are asking questions that you're probably asking yourself as well about your style and things that you struggle with when it comes to your wardrobe and shopping and your personal style. So I'm covering a lot in this episode today. I'm covering things like where to shop, who to look out for on social media for inspiration, how to find your style mojo, capsule wardrobe foundations. I've got lots packed into this episode. So let's kick off straight away and get straight into it. So Michelle Aslett, who all these people, all these ladies are in my free Facebook group, by the way, which is called Style Power with Lisa Gilby. And I put a question in there when I was working out the content for this new series of the Style Stories podcast. What are your style dilemmas? What things do you actually struggle with? So real life style dilemmas. And last week, I think I covered four people's questions. This week, I'm covering three people's questions because one of them and Jane Wilson, I'm talking to you, asked a few questions. So she asked, I think, about four questions. So I'm going to try and cover all of those. So first of all, Michelle Aslett. She says where to shop and she was agreeing with someone who had commented in the group before that saying, I just don't know where to shop anymore. I mean, that's that's a wide question and it's a wide net because it really depends on your personal style. So certain brands are going to cater more for your style. But when it comes to the UK, John Lewis gets a really bad rap. There's been quite a lot of bad press about John Lewis lately. And I think that the um, head of retail is about to leave after the shortest tenure in its history. So it's been around for many years, John Lewis. But I find it's really great for shopping online. Things turn up the next day. You can go and get them from your local Waitrose if you want to. So it's really handy from that respect. And there are lots of different brands under one roof, which I really like. I do find when I go into the actual stores, though, that it's a different experience. So in the stores, often they don't have sizes and they don't have all the brands that are on their website either. And also when you do want a size, so if I'm in there with a client, for example, it takes them hours to go to the, literally to go to the stock room. It must be miles away. I'm talking about the one on Oxford Street and I end up standing around. So I don't find it a very nice experience in store. But online, you know, they've got brands like Arquette, They've even got Sir Paris in there now, S-O-E-U-R. They've got Olivia Rubin in there. They've obviously got Hobbs. They've got Jigsaw. They've got Whistles. They've got Reese. They've got Hush. Um, Bokjen is another one. I'm sure I've pronounced that wrong. That's B-A-U-J-K. Anyway, J-E-N at the end. I think you know the one that I mean. B-A-U-K. Yes, that's one. Bot Gen. They've got that as well. So a really, really good selection. Um, ASOS, if you want something fast, is, is pretty good as well. They've got a lot of brands in ASOS. But personally, brands that I really like, I love COS. 
So COS is obviously standalone on the uh, high street and they do excellent trousers, really, really good wide cut trousers. The colour palette is quite dark and dreary. So I only go there for certain pieces and they often have quite quirky shapes, which aren't particularly my, my cup of tea, but I do love them for trousers. COS are brilliant for trousers. Zara's great for party pieces. So if you want something special, they've got a liquid gold skirt in there at the moment. So there's lots of metallics out on the high street. It's very on trend for autumn, winter, 23, 24. Lots of metallic boots. You'll notice lots of silver boots. So if you want a pair of silver knee-high boots, go to Zara. Um, you know, things like that. So things that they are good at doing dupes of designer pieces. So, you know, that's also Mango are brilliant for doing dupes of designer pieces. And if I was to pick a store on the high street that I really, really love, it would have to be Mango. I think Mango are absolutely smashing it, um, particularly for the boucle jackets that if you've listened to me for a while, I really like at the moment. So there's the Chanel-esque sort of cropped boxy little jackets in lots of different colorways. And they've got a fantastic red one in Mango at the moment that just looks like it's designer. It's got really nice buttons. I think it's about £70. And that would be a great buy. You can wear that with baggy jeans. You can wear it to the office with tailored trousers. You could wear it with maybe a full skirt. So Mango is great. And they do dupes of a layer that a big trend this season has been Diamante studded ballet flats and a layer, the designer brand, they've done this cult pair that sell for £800 and Mango, for example, have done a pair. They're an exact copy of the Alea ballet flats with Diamante studs all over them, really, really pretty and gorgeous with jeans. And they're like 50 quid. They've actually sold out at the moment, but they are restocking. So Mango is a definite go-to. And they also have a premium section now at Mango that does higher end party pieces. If you're listening in internationally, I'm pretty sure that Mango do, they are a worldwide brand. So I really like them. And I think lots of countries obviously have Zara as well. I really love Massimo Dutti. So the grown up, or Mass Massimo Dutti, the grown up version of Zara. For more classic pieces, particularly for workwear, They've done an excellent trench this season, a navy blue trench, also in a camel for £200. It's really nicely designed and it's just a beautiful classic piece that's going to last you for years. That's in Massimo and two of my clients already have bought that this season. So I would definitely recommend them for workwear. And Other Stories is another brand that I like for quirky pieces. They've got some really lovely statement skirts at the moment. And statement skirts are something that were all over the catwalks this season. So statement skirts just worn with a grey jumper. So you've got a really, you know, you could have the liquid gold skirt, for example, that's in Zara or a tall skirt, something really patterned and then just anchor it and make it a bit more daytime by wearing it with a grey jumper, maybe some biker boots, some pointed flats, something like that. But that's a really good place to look for quirky one-off pieces. So they're my favourite places to shop at the moment. And then Michelle Aslett also asks, who to look out for on social media that represents phase of life and diversity of sizes. So she's asking who to follow for inspiration on social media. So I've just pulled together a short list 
of my favorites at the moment. And I think it's much better to have a short list personally, because I think you can get really diverted and lost if you look at too many influencers and too many different pieces of content on Instagram. You can really, it's really easy to lose yourself and lose sight of your personal style. And that's always the most important thing to be authentically yourself and to have clarity on your style. Because if you don't, then you're always going to have your head turned and you're never going to really, you know, you're going to be buying the next trend or buying the next thing or thinking I must have that because that person's got that and everyone's gone mad for it. You know, you've got to really try and find a couple of influencers on Instagram that really speak to you and just stick to them for now. So keep it really simple, a really short list so that you don't get distracted. So my short list is the Style Idealist, and she's called Karina. She's also a um, contributor onto Sheer Lux, which is an online style magazine. If you haven't checked Sheer Lux out, that is my absolute go-to for style inspiration. I'll explain that in a minute. But the Style Idealist, Karina, I think she's based in Bristol. She's, I think she's about a size 16. And she is super, super stylish. She does a lot of collaborations, but she, the way she puts outfits together is great. So she always looks fantastic. Also on Instagram, I really like Grease Ganem. So that's G-R-E-C-E. And then her, her last name is G-H-A-N-E-M. Now she is, well, she's a fashionista. So she's out there. So I think you can take bits of what she wears. Sometimes it's quite you know, crazy. She's always at fashion weeks and all of that, but goodness me, she's super stylish and super cool. And I think she's probably mid fifties. She looks amazing. Also for an older, if you want someone who is a bit older in their fifties, then and.bloom. She's called Denise Bookend. Boom Kens, and sorry about my terrible pronunciations on here. I'm not very good at that. Um, she's very inspirational, and she's written a book called The Art of Aging Unapologetically. And she's very cool with makeup and all of that stuff. Very, very authentic. So, you know, she really is just herself. So that's and Bloom. And then for styling tips, this is a bit of a curveball, but I really like Amy Smilovic. Again, I'm not pronouncing it properly, I'm sure. She is the founder and designer for Tibi, T-I-B-I. She's based in New York, I believe, and she does styling videos, which she started doing in lockdown in such a kind of dry and matter of fact way. She wears clothes that I wouldn't necessarily wear myself. So she will wear pointy kitten heel flats with ankle socks, you know, that kind of thing, because she's super fashionable and super trendy. But the way she talks about putting pieces together is so logical. And she's just written a book as well. I find her styling videos so useful. So follow her. Um, and then the final one is my go-to at the moment, if I want some outfit inspiration, Caroline Style Hacks. And she is based in Edinburgh. And I've mentioned her a few times on the podcast. But at the moment, she wears everything I want to wear. So baggy trousers, oversized blazers she rocks a dress you know it's it's very wearable very very wearable fashion but very stylish so that's caroline style hacks so just to go back to sheer lux highly recommend you check that out they do um the sheer lux show every week and on the sheer lux show they have a, a panelists 
panelists who work in fashion, stylists, um, people who have started their own fashion brands, all sorts of interesting people come on and we they talk about the season's trends, what they're buying at the moment, how to put outfits together, all sorts of things. They do live shopping events as well, where you can watch them showing you key pieces for the season and you can actually buy it at the same time, which is really cool. They've got a podcast as well. Podcast is really great. So Sheer Lux would be a definite place to go for style inspiration. Okay, so that's that question. And then the next one is, this is also from Michelle, how to find your style mojo when you're having a crisis? How, what happens when you have a crisis and you are standing in front of your wardrobe in the morning, you've got a really important meeting and you just don't know what to wear. You're, you've got all these clothes in your wardrobe, but still you can't put an outfit together. That is so frustrating. All of us have been there. And I'm going to use the example that happened to me literally yesterday. So if you go and check out my Instagram, Lee Gilby Stylist, and I, I spell it L-I-S-E, just to be confusing. Gilby is G-I-L-L-B-E. Yesterday, I had a total crisis. So my husband normally sits and drinks his tea and I say, right, I'm going to give you some outfit options because I need your advice. I want to know which one you prefer. And normally I go for the opposite of what he, what he says. Um, but I was going through all these outfit options and I had this beautiful, I have this beautiful dress from Rixo. I bought it in the sale. It was originally £350. It's the Simone dress. So if you look at Rixo London website, it's the Simone and it sort of looks a bit vintage. It's got like a lace bit round the bust and round the sleeve. It's this beautiful mint green colour and it's really satin and silky. It's just beautiful and it's pretty glamorous. And it's been hanging in my wardrobe. I bought it in the sale. So it was originally $350. I got it for £120, I think, from the, the outlet or something. And it's been hanging there in my wardrobe with the tag on, just taunting me every day. So last week I wore it out for drinks with a friend, Marcia. Hello, Marcia, if you're listening. And uh, I wore it with her. She, she said, oh, you look lovely. And then I wanted to wear it to work. I had a client yesterday. It's a new client. I met her back in August and I edited her wardrobe, but she needed a whole style revamp. I had a big day ahead of me. I wanted to look good. I wanted to feel great. I wanted to walk into Harvey Nichols feeling a million dollars. So I thought, right, that Rixo dress. But I just really bottled out. All these thoughts started coming into my head. Is this too extra? Are people going to look at me and think, who does she think she is? Are the other stylists going to go, what the hell is she wearing? What shoes do I wear? You know, it was just, I was having this huge meltdown crisis and I was actually scared. I felt actually scared to wear the dress. And I thought, right, okay, I'll just get my jeans because my jeans are my comfort zone. They're definitely my go-to. But, you know, if you wear jeans every day, that is just staying in a comfort zone when you could be having a lot more fun. And I was frustrated. It was actually a really warm day. I didn't want to wear jeans again. I really wanted to wear the dress. So in the end, I just had a word with myself and I thought, could I tell people to, that every day is best? Don't save things for best. Don't leave things languishing in your wardrobe when they could be worn. Clothes are there to be worn. Are people really going to think all those things about me or, or is this my own fear? Is this my own you know, insecurity coming out? 
how can I tell people to wear the dress if I'm not wearing the dress myself? So I had to really have a word with myself. I tried on different footwear. My Adidas Sambas felt too summery, even though it was warm. It's still October in London. My Dr. Martin boots just felt too much of a clash this time, even though I like a clash. It just felt a bit heavy with the dress. So I went to my trusty Adidas, slightly scruffy trainers, because I do thousands of steps in a day when I'm working with a client. I'm literally on my feet all day. Heels are just not an option. Anything that rubs gives me blisters, not an option. I have to look after my back and I have to be able to run around. So I got my trainers on, had a word with myself, put my big girl pants on, and then off I went, walked out to Harvey Nichols. Literally, as soon as I got outside, one of the stylists that I know, Nicole, she just immediately, oh my God, you look lovely today. You look so nice. That gave me a boost. Went upstairs into the office to a chorus, literally all of them. Oh, hi, Lisa, you look great today. It just dissipated, but it taught me a lesson. People are not thinking, look at her or she's extra. They're probably thinking she looks lovely and wishing that they dressed up a bit more themselves and had that confidence. All you need to do really, if you're having a style crisis, how do you get your mojo back? Ask yourself, is that outfit you? You know, I asked myself, is this outfit me? And actually the answer was yes, because I've done a lot of work on my personal style and my three words. And the three words I use to describe my style more often than not is uh, relaxed, feminine with edge. That dress was relaxed and feminine, 100%. The edge is adding trainers with it. That's a bit edgy to wear trainers. Someone else might have wore a strappy little sandal or something, you know. I'm not girly, I'm feminine. So it fitted my three words, it really did. And that's me and that's my style and it really felt like me. So that's what you've got to do. Do the work on knowing what your three words are. Then ask yourself before you leave the house, does this outfit fit my three words? You know, and then if it's yes, own it. Walk out the door, own the look, walk strut in, and enjoy it. And I was so glad I wore that dress in the end. And I felt brilliant, actually, all day long. I felt great. I had James, who was in Stylist Club as well, say, that's a pretty dress. You know, not that I needed that. You know, I don't go out to get that affirmation from people. That's not what I'm seeking. It's it's just owning my look and really being confident enough to wear it and not reverting into a safe zone. So if you feel yourself doing that and reaching for practical clothes, try to break out of it and be brave. And the more you do it, the more you'll get your style mojo. So I hope that was a helpful answer there, Michelle. Okay, so we're going on to Jane, Jane Wilson, who asked quite a few questions. We're, we're going to motor through those, Jane. So she wants to know, first of all, Capsule wardrobe foundations. What are the capsule wardrobe foundations? So you would have been listening to this podcast for a while, a lot of you, and you know that I have got a thing about the one size fits all capsule wardrobe. How can we possibly all have one capsule wardrobe? It's not possible. So I've thought about this. I've just thought about the things, the pieces that I would recommend you need in your wardrobe to have a functional wardrobe. These are my these are my pieces that I personally could not be without. And I think there's an occasion for all of these pieces to be worn. So these are my the top of my list and we're gonna have slightly different versions 
depending on our personal style. So I'm just going to run through my Capture Wardrobe Foundations essential items. A blazer. I mean, even if you're not a classic dresser, there's always going to be a time you need a blazer. A raincoat. Of course, we all need a raincoat. Whether yours is a trench coat or something more funky or something like more of a north face, that's up to you. That's to do with your personal style. A great wool coat. Coats last for years. It's worth investing in a good one. If you haven't invested in one for a while, maybe now, this year is the time. You know, you can just have a really rubbish basic outfit on, put on a great wool coat and you look a lot more elevated instantly. Excellent jeans. Two pairs of excellent jeans. I think that's all you need. You need two pairs of great jeans and just alternate those. Not a whole load, a big drawer, stuff full of jeans, which is what I find all the time when I do wardrobe edits, by the way. Jeans that have been there for years with their knees worn out and the bottoms all rough, you know, all of that and just out of shape. All the lycra's gone in the washing machine. Get rid of those. Just have two fantastic pairs of jeans and keep the drawer drawers nice and clear and you'll wear those more and that will feel good. A silk blouse when you want to look elevated at work, silk always looks more elevated. A funky blouse, something with a colour or a pattern when you feel a bit more in that mood. I don't know about you but I don't always feel like wearing plain things. Some days I feel more play, playful and I want to wear something more interesting. So a silk plain blouse and a funky blouse. A pair of trainers, total essential. I mean I've got two on repeat at the moment boots so I would say knee-high boots for underdresses and also ankle boots so they're two types of boots I can't be without flats you need flat shoes so flat shoes for work uh, or just as an alternative to trainers when you want to be a bit smarter a maxi dress because it's cold and you know if you don't like wearing tights like me, it's not cold now, actually. It's warm, but it's going to get cold soon. So having a long maxi dress with boots is just really, really, I just think they're so handy. And they look feminine and elegant and cool and all those things as well. Um, funky T-shirts, I've said. Funky tees. Now, I'm wearing one today that's got love written on it with a disco ball. If you're watching on YouTube, you can just about see it. I will show you here. Um, and this is from my favourite T-shirt brand, which is called Disco Kids. And it's spelled D-I-S-K-O. I often wear a funky T-shirt. I wouldn't wear a, a jumper today. It's too hot. You know, I don't want to wear a dress. I've got my flared jeans on from me and m that I love. And this red Disco Kids T-shirt. And they do great ones. They do things that say... Last night a DJ saved my life. They've got some blondie t-shirts. They've got t-shirts uh, that say disco on them. So check out that brand. Also a plain white t-shirt. I think that's a pretty much a wardrobe essential. Um, and also cozy knits. So really good knits. You know, I do see in wardrobes quite a lot of worn out, battered looking knits. And I think for being cozy at home, that's fine. But when it gets colder, you want something that looks a, a bit more elevated. They're my absolute cannot live without pieces, capsule wardrobe foundations. Also, just a quick one on jeans. If you're wearing skinny jeans and you want to look a bit more up to date, lose the skinny jeans, go for a wide leg. It's just a really easy update that's going to totally transform your wardrobe and just make you look a bit more modern. That's just as an aside. Um, she asks as well, shoes for comfort and style. 
So there are loads of excellent flats around now. Flats are having an absolute renaissance. I've already mentioned the Alea Diamante studded black leather flats. They're kind of like a ballet flat and Mango have done a dupe of those. Bowden are fantastic for flat shoes. They do pointy ones. They do loads. They do a really lovely leopard print ballet flat. Um, definitely check out Bowden for their flat shoes. Also, if you've got a bit of a higher budget, LK Bennett do excellent flats as well. I really quite like a pointy flat for work with a tailored trouser. So like a coloured one, like maybe an orange or something. I, I mean, snake print is actually huge as well. So snake print flats would just elevate your outfits a bit and add a bit of interest, as would leopard print. Red also is another idea. Orange, like I've said. But also, if you want a pair of flats that's going to work for everything, go for a silver ballet flat or a silver pointy flat. Some people don't like ballet flats because they're too flat. They're completely flat. So if you need just a little bit of a heel or something, you know, a tiny kitten heel or something like that, Go for silver because silver is a neutral. Silver goes with everything. So if you want something to really work hard in your wardrobe, I would opt for a silver. As I've mentioned as well on here already, silver and metallics are a huge trend for autumn, winter 23-24. So gold's a bit harder to match, but silver goes with absolutely everything. She's also saying jeans and a t-shirt, but better. So I love that. Jeans and a t-shirt, but better. How do I do that? Jackets. Now, if you've listened to this podcast over the years, you'll know that I talk about jackets a lot. Every great wardrobe needs a selection of jackets. I've got so many jackets because if you're wearing jeans and a t-shirt, add a great jacket like the boucle one that I mentioned from Mango or maybe a a cool bomber jacket. Bomber jackets are huge at the moment. It's a nice khaki bomber jacket. Um, you know, you can add maybe even just a long cardigan, something more statement. That's how you make jeans and a t-shirt better with jackets or a really cool cardigan and layered jewellery. So as soon as you layer a couple of gold necklaces or you add some statement earrings to that outfit, you've elevated it again and then finishing off with a great pair of shoes. So you can go for your silver ballet flats or your snake print or your leopard print or a great pair of snake print ankle boots, something like that. Then jeans and a T-shirt, you can't better that because it's just you've added some interesting pieces to it. You've added some personality. You've added some style. Jeans and a T-shirt by themselves, practical, boring, really comfortable to wear. We all love wearing jeans and a T-shirt, but this is how you elevate it. Devil is in the detail, some jewellery great pair of shoes, but above all, a fantastic jacket. So assess your jackets. What have you got in the shops at the moment? What have you got in your wardrobe, should I say? Do you need to update your jackets? Because that's going to make a huge impact on your wardrobe, hugely positive impact. So Jane asks as well, can I have, and she's a girl after my own heart asking this, can I have bare legs in the office at 52? I hate tights. Jane, I hate tights as well. I literally cannot stand wearing tights but I wouldn't wear suspenders or stockings either because that is even more uncomfortable I think yes you can have bare legs in the office at 52 depending on what you're wearing so and also what what's your skin like I don't know are you kind of you know do you shave your legs I think in that case probably no 
Um, but if you're wearing like a long maxi skirt, 100%, you don't need to wear tights. If you're talking about like a really short skirt, it's a different story. I'd say then approach with caution because it's not really appropriate for a work environment. I would say at work, you always need to err on the side of smart. It's just polite and also it's professional. And some people listening might think that's, you know, dated, but it really isn't. It's actually, it just gives you that gravitas and that polish at work. So, you know, the fact that you're 52 wouldn't be my question. I don't care about the age thing. I don't think that matters. It just sort of depends on whether you're confident enough to get your skin out, your legs out. If you are, and you've got fantastic legs. That's, you know, the issue is whether you're confident enough to do it. But if you're wearing a short skirt, I'd say approach with caution. If you are, if you do want to wear a shorter skirt, the tights that I recommend are barely black. They are the only ones that I wear, or I wear barely black with polka dots. So that's quite a cute thing. So that just adds a little something to the outfit and a bit of personality and interest. I would say, unless it's freezing cold, then you can do opaque tights. Um, they're awful though. Um, and also I would never, ever wear flesh coloured tights. And I know, thank God, they come in all different skin tones now because it used to just be, you know, for white people, it was ridiculous for years. But now they've got all different, but I just think they're awful. I just think they look terrible. I mean, I don't think even Kate Middleton, I think she's ditched the nude tights as well. She used to be quite famous for wearing those. But yeah, avoid, avoid nude tights. And then she asked as well, um, stylish and comfy nightwear. And then uh, Melissa, I think she, she chipped in and said, oh yes, I'd love to know about stylish and comfy nightwear. So the, the best place for me is Hush. I think Hush do excellent nightwear. They do really nice kind of pink and white candy stripe pyjamas in a lovely light cotton. Personally, I find pyjamas really uncomfortable. So I just quite like a nightdress. And John Lewis do some lovely printed cotton nightdresses that are stylish as well with a matching dressing gown. So I think that's quite nice. And I quite like a satin one too. I just think it's nice when you get up in the morning, you've got, you've got your matching nightdress and your dressing gown. So definitely John Lewis's own brand, I think, and or, uh, and also Hush. Hush do excellent nightwear. Okay, so that's because I had a lot to cover in today's episode. I actually just covered Michelle's and Jane's today, um, but there are quite a lot of questions within that. So in the next episode that I do, I'm going to be covering more listeners' questions and I have got some guests lined up as well. So I hope that was useful. Thanks again. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Michelle and Jane for their contributions to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that and found it relatable to your own wardrobe as well. Do remember to take a second to leave me a review it would mean the world to me. I got to number eight in the charts recently. I'd like to stay in the charts. That would be amazing. Take care and I'll see you next time.